sing me a song. You're a singer. Blimey, that's a bit demanding, isn't it? Just because Ronnie J.D. was a fantastic singer, need to be so demanding of him. I mean, no one says that to bricklayers, do they? Build me a wall. You're a brick here. You know, doesn't really go that, does it? Anyway, Heaven and Hell is a great album. Mob Rules is a great album. We know Ronnie James Dio came in to Black Sabbath after Ozzy. And uh, I'm looking at other Deep Purple Touched albums. And what I asked yesterday was, what would you like me to do next? A Deep Purple Touched album by... And Black Sabbath came up. Trumps. So I've been looking at Fulcrum. Fulcra? Fulcrums? Fulcrums. Fulcra isn't used, is it? No, it should be. Anyway, Fulcrums that can then spread out to many other bands. So I thought I'd look at Vinnie Aperture or Vinnie Apiece. No matter how you want to, or depending on how you want to pronounce it. I think he prefers a piece, doesn't he? Anyway, he's done so much, I was thinking, shall I have a look at, um, at uh, Joel Hoekstra's 13 at one point? But then I alighted on this. And it is Black Sabbath by any other name, but with a different name, Heaven and Hell. Yeah. Now that album that they did, which is called um, The Devil You Know, it's, that's a great knowing title, came out in 2009. And I went to see them on this concert. There was, I think if I remember rightly, some, on this tour, should I say, if I remember rightly, there was some kind of concern about Ronnie's um, Ronnie's health at the time. Yeah, and that would be because, you know, um, he'd been diagnosed with, with um, I think, with the, with the, with the cancer that, that eventually took him from us. Um, but I remember him being absolutely... I mean, his voice is my favourite metal singer. And I actually remember him in a... On the Master of the Moon, the Dio Master of the Moon tour, on a, a room that probably held, what, 750? Thousand? 750, probably. And I remember thinking, it was full, I remember thinking, I don't think you need the amplification here, do you? I think you can hit the back wall without even amplifying. He was singing well within himself. And he was on fine voice here as well. It wasn't completely sold out, but then it's not got the Black Sabbath name, has it? It's a sort of side project, if you like, but it's got, it falls between two stools. And so it is quite overlooked. I also remember speaking to Geezer Butler at the time when this, for an interview, when this album came out, we spent the time talking mostly about the World Cup and Aston Villa. And that was fine by me. So looking back on this album, I haven't played it that often. It's one of those albums, as I say, that falls between two stools. It's neither something spectacularly different or Black Sabbath. And it does pale a little bit in comparison with those two great albums, Heaven and Hell and Mob Rules. Mob Rules, my favorite. If you listen to Fools, the Mob Rules. Yes, that is a tenet to, to live your life by still. And um, also Dehumanizer. A few years down the line from those two albums, which I think is a fantastic modern metal classic. That's overlooked as well, and I may go back to that one. So this one has a bit of a, it's got, a, it's, it's more than you think it is actually. It really pushes the heaviness, which in a way Dehumanizer didn't, it added more air and was more modern sounding. 
This really is crushing. Atom and Evil is the first track here. It's a it's a huge bludgeoning riff, but Dio does that lovely lilting vocal that just cuts across it. Iommi has a magisterial solo here. It's massive to start this, huge song, but they have some more groovy songs here like Fear, which follows it. It's got a sort of, it's a big sing because now the riff is less monolithic. The sing can be more sustained and those, he was so good at hitting those sustained notes was Dio. His lungs were just, just so powerful, which he attributed to playing the trumpet. I think if I remember rightly. Bible Black has got both of those things. It hammers, it grooves. It's got thick riff to it, a really thick riff, but with plenty of air to allow you right in there. Turn to the screw, new way for British Heavy Metal. Quite a sassy track. And then Eating the Cannibals is more of a sort of um, a racing feel with a radio kind of appeal to it. Brilliant. Never wear. New way for British Heavy Metal again. No wobbum. It's got a lyrical middle and it grooves as well. It, it does have a lot of um, accessibility, this album. Double the Pain, when you get to the short chorus, is really nice. It's got all the accessibility that we need there, particularly when you consider there's a thick bass to it, a really circular riff that's got such groove to it, and then a big heaving guitar line to finish. This is really nice stuff. Rock and Roll Angel is a bigger, more, a, a kind of more aspirational song. Whimsical vocal, a rising riff. It's got a questing bluesy guitar solo to it. And then a little Spanish guitar to finish. Very nice. Oh, a little Spanish, I think, Tony. Okay, we'll have a little Spanish. Very nice. It's a great album, this, actually. It's not one that I'll go to over and over again. And that's maybe the issue. There isn't a killer track on it, but it melds that openness, that radio accessibility, that catchiness with a bludgeoning, heavy, powerful riff. And a great backline as well, lest we forget. And Ronnie James Dio is on absolutely wonderful form here and I miss his work so much. So glad I went back to this. Now, where's that Joel Hoekstra 13 album? Ta-ta.